Hi, hello. And hey, y'all. <laughs> we're back to that again. Yeah, we're like, we, okay, we, just hey, y'all. We're, we're recycling some, and we'll talk about why we're giving a good old country <laughs> hello and greeting to our listeners on the Financial Straight Talk podcast and the second half of the radio show here. Thanks for staying with us. With me, as always, the chief engineer of the Wheelbarrow of Wisdom, the founder and president of Wadadley Financial Group and Financial Straight Talk, and the financial straight talker himself, Jim Fox. How you doing, sir? Do you believe that people let us? They actually tune in to listen to us. Like, think about that for a second. Just, just stop and think about this for one minute. Somebody actually made the conscious decision to listen to Jim and Jerry. Hey, Think Jim, about that. Hey, they like us. Can you believe it? They like <laughs> us. They really like us. And you know what's so great is because some people are like, okay, well, especially like our radio show listeners, like they're probably used to us by now, but they're probably like thinking, you know, these guys really like plan this stuff out. They have scripts and they, they don't realize that we're like literally sitting on the back of a tailgate of a truck, basically <laughs> doing this show and having a great time. But yeah, I right. am, I'm doing great. Hey, y'all. I uh, love it. Yep. Um, you know, my dad, but hey, go, 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 good to see y'all. That, was, that would be my dad. That was him saying hello. But yeah, man, what a great time. It is. I don't know what it's like in Hotlanta up there, Jerry, oh, but all I know boy. is this. Woo. Summer Junior just ended. Okay. That's what we call summer in like May and June. That's Summer Junior. We're coming up on Summer Senior, which is going to be July, August, and September is where right. it's hot. Yeah. Man. It is nasty hot. How about you? What's it like up there? Well, we had a little bit of rain that cooled things off. You know, that storm blew through and um, it, it by the time it got here, it was just a little bit of rain. But yeah, it's heating up up here and it's in the 90s and uh, as humid as it gets. And, um, you know, it's the South. It's the South <laughs> yes. in the summer. Hey. And hey, I'll take this over what they have to deal with up north in the winter every Preach. single day. Yes, yes. Amen. I agree. I mean, this is a Sunday, right, for our radio listeners. So, yes, no snow for Jimmy um, <laughs> at all. And I don't think Jerry's much more of a fan of it than I am. Negative. So, um, Negative. Oh, man. So here's a question. Hit me. What are we talking about today? Uh, what, what's happening? All right, Jim. So this is a it's look, you know, I'm, a, I'm an adult and we can talk about these things, but uh, it's a bit of a hard discussion and it's a hard discussion for everybody. And that is having the estate planning discussion oh, and the legacy planning Way to discussion. go, Jerry. <laughs> we're, we're off to a great start, and you're immediately going down this path. But well, you're right. It's something everybody needs to deal with. Well, and, and I'll tell you the personal story and why I did the hey, y'all. So my family comes from Alabama and deep Alabama. When I say Alabama, I'm talking, you know, it's an hour for, you know, just about anything you need. There's a gas to station. To Walmarts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Walmarts, <laughs> yes. Um, it's over yonder, you know, as they would say over there. And uh, my dad comes from Alabama. And so he has some sisters that are still over there. One of my aunts, she was a school bus driver for a long time, and her husband uh, worked in a bronze factory gym. So, I mean, he had a lot of hard years and worked hard, and he was also a farmer. And they did some saving, and they are, you know, they have been in retirement for a while. One thing that they did not do, unfortunately, was put together a will, a trust, power of attorney instructions, all of those things that we talk about and we preach about. And we haven't talked about the guarding your legacy checklist in a while, but we'll mention that in a minute. But what's happening now is, um, unfortunately, my aunt has been in hospice care at home and she's getting to the point where she really needs to have some facility care. But uh, she is in some pretty deep stages of dementia and her husband is sort of in the early stages of it. So they are in a in a rough spot. Uh, luckily, her daughter has been taking care of her, but now they have to sit down with a lawyer to get the power of attorney and a living will and everything. And 
my aunt is just not in the place where she can make these kinds of decisions for herself now. So it, it's really become a little bit messy. My dad is going over to help out and get involved. But what you see when this kind of thing happens in families is all of a sudden cousins you haven't heard from in a long time start coming, you know, piping in and everything. And they haven't been there taking care of her. Um, so, Jim, I mean, I, I think I just really want to chip in this week and use this time to encourage people to have that discussion. And I'm sure that every time that you've had this discussion for the first time with somebody, when they sit down, it's, they have to come in with the weight of the world thinking it's going to be the most unpleasant conversation they've ever had. But yeah, I've seen you do it. You really take away a lot of the intimidation and you just cut, you, you go down to the numbers, you go down to the brass tacks and figure it out. Yeah, and just to share with you, I mean, and you and I don't really talk about the kind of stuff for our podcast before we get started. We jump into it. And so, you know, I knew the story with your dad's sister. Like, you know, I've heard that, and we've talked about that for a few weeks now. But just this past week, we had a very similar situation happen with an old client of ours. And her husband is kind of, you know, dementia is progressing, getting a little bit worse. And, you know, she's starting to worry more and more. Like, what's going to happen? Now, she, by comparison, has knocked out every conceivable thing she could think of, right? And and has done a great job planning. And she still has to make that horrendous decision, right? That if mm-hmm. she can't take care of her husband, she's going to have to potentially put him in a, in a facility somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't imagine, Jerry. I mean, you know, you and I are young guys compared to the folks that we're pretty much talking about now, right? And imagine being someone with 30, 40, 50 years and, and have to make that decision to put him in a facility, right? Or, I mean, it's such a, a hard thing. And, and really, the only way to deal with the emotion is to, and I hate to say eliminate it because we can't really eliminate it, but we need to get as far away from it as we possibly can, right? right yeah. And we need to approach it from a very logical, or, or I think a better word, a logistical point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we stop and we think about it, if you know Michelle and I need to do planning, we need to prepare, well, first is what happens if either one of us pass away, right? Well, the other one takes over. Okay, well, that's simple enough. But what happens if somebody doesn't pass away? What happens if Jim, who does all the kind of the finance stuff, what happens if I become incapacitated? What happens for Michelle? Now, we, we're on the same accounts, but she may have a little bit of a challenge there, right? And then it kind of gets worse and worse. What happens if both people pass away? So the easiest thing to do is start from the beginning, day one. Now, if you're listening to our show and you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, you may think to yourself, I don't need this stuff right now. But let me tell you right now, you absolutely do. And if you're in retirement and you don't have these things, now's the best time to get started. And it comes down to this. First and foremost, the majority of people that we deal with are married, okay? The majority of times they're going to be married. So you want to make sure that each party knows exactly if something were to happen, where's the money at? How's the Mm -hmm. money invested? Like, these are really important things, right? Because dying is the easiest part, believe it or not. When you die, beneficiaries get paid out, things happen. But Jerry, think about this. I mean, I know your parents really are dialed in and they've got a lot of stuff figured out. But what happens if something happened to your dad and he couldn't communicate with your mom anymore? And your mom just knew your dad got a pension. She didn't know where it was from. It could cause problems, right? Oh, yes. So, and it feels like we're doing a plug right now. And I hate that we're being serious. And now I do a plug. But that's why we created Guarding Your Legacy. It's a really simple booklet. And, and to call it a booklet is, is a stretch. It's more of a series of forms, right? Mm-hmm. And it tells you exactly where all your money's at. 
where your safety deposit boxes are at, where, you know, who's your finance person, who's your tax person, who does your homeowner's insurance, all of that stuff in one location. And why that exists is because if you ever get sick and you can't communicate, or if you ever pass away, which we all eventually will, the person who needs to step in can go and pull this information and at least have a starting point on what to do, right? right? And so guarding your legacy, and the reason why I want to start talking about that is something that we have provided, Jerry. Well, we've been on the air now five years, Jerry, if you mm-hmm. can believe that. So for five years, we've been giving guarding your... Now, when we first started, Jerry, do you remember the name of it back yeah, in the it day? Yeah, uh, we had to get a little bit of marketing on that because you were calling it the death book. And that the was death just... The death book. Oh, horrible just, marketing just a name, little okay? blunt. (laughs) So we started with our death book, which is now guarding your legacy. And it is not a will. It is not a trust. It does not pretend to be any of those things. It's just a place where all of your information that somebody could need is in one place to where they could get to it. And Jim, that's where you start, because when you're going through this guarding your legacy process and and going through and filling out the forms, it raises those questions of, hey, have I updated my will? Do I have a living will with instructions if I can't communicate? These kinds of things. And, you know, beyond that to some more minor things like family heirlooms and who gets what and that kind of thing. I mean, it takes away a bit of the burden of your loved ones for when you get to that point in your life where you can't make those decisions anymore. It takes away some of that extra stress. I mean, it's never going to be easy for your loved ones, but you can make it less difficult if you take the time to do some planning on the front end. That's why it was created, right? I mean, it just was to do that for you. But let's assume that we take the time, we fill that out. All right. We get it filled out. Everybody's listening should want a guarding your legacy. They should reach out. They should get it because it doesn't come with an appointment. It doesn't come with a, you got to buy something. We must have tens of thousands of these things out in the world right now, right? That people are utilizing. Once you do that, now we got to move to the next step. And of course, the next step is going to be who is going to act as your executor if you pass away, right? You need to know who that is. Typically, it's your spouse, right? That's kind of step number one. But once you know who that is, you want to make sure that you go get a will, right? And we want to make sure that everybody goes and gets a will. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or fancy. Everyone needs to have a will. Now, inside of guarding your legacy, we're going to talk about your different retirement accounts and why you need to put beneficiaries on them. Because your 401k does not require a will, Jerry. Your IRA does not require a will at all because they have a beneficiary and it's going to skip probate. And as a matter of fact, Jim, the beneficiaries trump the will. They actually supersede that. So if those things aren't lining up or maybe you had a previous marriage and you haven't updated your beneficiaries. So there's lots of different situations. A lot of moving parts. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You have to have these things in order. You do. So we want to make sure that we understand where all of our assets and our beneficiaries are in place. We want to get that will. We want to make sure that we take care of that. Now, do you need a trust? I mean, honestly, that kind of is on a case-by-case basis. But let me tell you what I think everybody needs, in my opinion. Okay, for what it's worth, every single person here needs to make sure that they have a TOD transfer on death on their bank accounts. It's basically beneficiaries on your bank accounts, Jerry. And if you put a TOD on it and you pass away, it doesn't have to go through probate. Mm. What does probate mean? Courts take time and take money, right? That's what probate basically means. When you put a TOD, you get to circumvent that. Each and every person that's listening to my voice needs to have a living will. You need to know what you want to happen in the event that you cannot speak for yourself from a health 
standpoint, right? Do you want to be on a ventilator? Do you want to be on life support? Those are important things. You also need to have what's called a healthcare surrogate. That means somebody that can act on your behalf to make medical decisions. Now that typically falls on your spouse or your parents If they're gone, then it falls on like your brother, right? But if there's somebody that you want to speak for you on your behalf, let's say it's a a good friend, if you don't have that healthcare surrogate form, guess what? They can't make medical decisions for you unless they go to court, Jerry. What does that mean? Time and money, right? Mm -hmm. We're back to that story again. The other thing that we got to really think about is that we have to have a power of attorney, just like what your aunt's going through right now. Same story. Powers of attorney are scary because guess what happens? If somebody has your power of attorney, guess what they can do? They can make legal decisions for you. They can make big binding decisions. They can Anything. They can pull money out. They yeah. can buy stocks. They can sell a house, right? So power of attorney are really, really important. And you want to have somebody that is acting as a power of attorney. You can hear terms like durable power of attorney and other things, but we want you to make sure that you are thinking now. Now, do I think everybody should go see an attorney? I think you should 100% find an attorney and go have a consultation. They're free. All right, you can go see an attorney, run these ideas by them, make sure that the attorney is fair priced if you wanna go see a couple. I personally think having an attorney draft up your power of attorneys, your living wills, your healthcare surrogates, your wills, things like that, I think that's money well spent in my personal opinion, okay? I think knowing legally that you've done all the things you need to do and having that peace of mind would prevent the stress that your family's going through right now, Jerry. Mm -hmm. And say it would have cost them $1,000. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a lot of money, but guess what? Your family's expending way more than $1,000 now trying to make this stuff work. Yeah, And and the quality of life for my aunt right now is she would be in a better place because, you know, shocker, you know, a, a woman from Alabama, she's a little bit stubborn. It related to me, a little bit stubborn <laughs> and a beautiful woman, a great woman, loving woman. But now she's unable to make the decisions and she's also unable to communicate what she wants. And so we're left playing yeah. a guessing game. See, we could go down all these different paths. Everybody out there already knows this stuff, right? It's that we believe it's not going to happen to us, right? That's the issue. Well, you know, yeah, I've heard that happen. It's never happened to anyone in my family, okay? I've heard these things so many times. Every person that's listening to my voice right now, if you own any property, you should have a will. All of your bank accounts should have TODs, okay? If you have kids, you need to think, what happens to your children if something happens to you and your spouse? You need to not only think about dying, but you need to think about what happens if I get hurt and I can't make those decisions. This, in my opinion, and and I know right now people think that I'm crazy when I say this, but in my opinion, this is the greatest decision you will ever make. Look, saving money for retirement is easy. When to take Social Security, not so easy, but still fairly simple, right? But predicting What is going to happen in the future for you, Jerry, is impossible, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's impossible. So all you can do is stack the deck in your favor. I can't tell you how many times per week I get calls from clients, their children, and things like that wanting to know how can they help their mother, their father. And Jerry, do you realize that if you call me up and say, hey, my mom and dad are a client of yours and I want to help them, but they're sick and in the hospital, do you know what I have to tell them? Well, if they don't have it in order, Jim, you might have to tell them 
that you can't give any information to any, the children. And Jerry, any information. Oh. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. And that's why it's so important that we get these documents put together. I know personally there's an attorney down the street from our office that we refer a lot of business to, and I love the guy, and he typically will do powers of attorneys, wills, all the basic stuff, ladybird trust, all of that stuff. For about $500, Jerry, the best $500 you could ever spend is making sure that your affairs are together, having someone that can speak on your behalf, making sure that your money is properly protected. What I mean by protected is also from the probate courts, Jerry. You made a comment, and and I don't know if you did it jokingly or if you were serious about this, but people do come out of the word work when somebody is sick and about to die. And it is not a good thing. My grandmother, when she passed away up in Kentucky, there were people literally coming out of hollers going, you know, well, you know, grandma promised me this and promised me that. Uh You want to make sure that your wishes are well known, documented, legally binding, All these decisions are made and you have picked someone to speak on your behalf, regardless of if you're dead or alive, you want to make sure that you pick someone. And Jerry, they call it estate planning, but there's the problem. So many country folk like you're in what people don't know. My dad and your dad literally grew up running the same roads in Alabama. That's what's awesome about this. People like my parents and like your parents hear the word estate and go, well, I ain't got no money. How is that? How? Yeah, I don't have everybody. Estate. Yeah. Everybody has an estate. Everybody needs to have this lined up and taken care of. I want to encourage you do that now. If you don't know where to start, let us know. We'll help you through the process. But understand something. Most of the time when people start talking about this stuff is when it's too late. Just like your aunt right now, it's so late in the game that now they're going to spend way more than that $500, Jerry. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to jump through hoops. And as you said, unfortunately, your aunt is the one suffering at this point. Don't be the person that kicks the can down the road. Make a decision. Make it happen. Get your your affairs in order so that way you're not going to be a burden on somebody else down the road. And instead, you can help take the pressure off them and help them honor your wishes. We know that this is a tough topic to approach. It's a tough conversation to have for most people, but it's really a great thing for you to do for your loved ones. So like Jim said, they don't have that pressure of just trying to play the guessing game as to what you would want uh, if you find yourself in that situation where decisions need to be made and you're unable to do that. That's why Jim has created the Guarding Your Legacy checklist, and we make that available for our listeners. If you'd like to get that, we have them at the office. You can come by and pick one up. As Jim said, there's no obligation there. It's just a great resource for the community. Another part of the Financial Straight Talk encyclopedia of uh, resources <laughs> and information that Jim provides and has been doing so for about 20 20- 23 years now, Jim? Is that is that 23 right? 23 years. And on the radio for five years now. I mean, it's a good anniversary. Uh, we know it's a hard conversation to have, but we encourage you to reach out and get started on that. Think about it because what you're really doing is easing the burden of your loved ones in the future. So get on top of that today. You can reach out to us at 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. 
And you can also find us online at yourwfg.com. We'd be happy to answer any questions you may have and get you a Guarding Your Legacy checklist. Jim, that's about all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be a part of the show. Thanks so much for doing this, for answering those questions and providing this information for the community. But for now, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, every week I want to take the opportunity to say thank you. I know that you have tons of resources when it comes to getting your financial information, and we're just honored to be one of those resources. So like Jerry said, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out and let us know, and we'll do whatever we can to help you out. But on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time on Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.